After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Today is August 10th, 2005. This is Evan's Journal coming to you live from Honolulu, Hawaii, my upstairs office. Okay, so today we're going to start off talking about how I met my wife, Carrie. So for those of you who aren't interested, please fast forward. It comes about because Carrie is really uh, kind of more or less soft-spoken. She's also, you know, just a real sweetheart. And, And in some cases, she's kind of quiet. In most social settings, I'm the one that's kind of more talkative and and outgoing and and a bit more extroverted. So, my aunties always tell me, "Oh, you're so lucky to have a girl like Carrie." And and you know, man, you, you're just so lucky. And the word luck keeps coming up. And you know what? Yeah, I guess you could say it's it's partly luck. But as we discussed before, opportunity and preparedness equals luck. Um, let me explain this a little bit. In the winter of 1995, I was working with a company called Equinox International, and that was a multi-level marketing company. I was young. I was, I think, about 23, 24 at the time, and it was really an exciting deal. We got to travel all over the country and go to these exciting training seminars, and there's a lot of really good-looking people. Everybody was young and, and seemed to be having a blast. Um Unfortunately, on the on the downside is that a lot of people weren't making any money, and a lot of it was hype. And it, you know, it, uh, there was a time there where I was I was supposed to be doing really well, and I was doing mediocre at best, and absolutely just wondering if, you know, if it was going to work or, or if I should be doing it or if I should quit. But I had worked so hard on it, and I didn't want to quit. Uh, and I didn't want to come home. And at the time, I was living in Utah, in Orem, Utah, in a in a house which was rented. And a friend of mine and I were renting it. And, we, you know, we were supposed to be doing really well, but we were doing somewhat mediocre. So we need to save on rent. And the room, I, I think, was about... I mean, it was smaller than my office that I'm sitting in now. I think the room was about 10 f- feet by... 10 feet at the max and my roommate at the time was probably about 320 pounds or so he's a big Samoan guy he's about 6'1 or or maybe even 6'2 but about 320 at least I mean he's a big guy so we had two beds side by side almost touching each other I mean the guy snored like an animal uh, a really cool guy but he snored just too loud man it was we had a small little area to put our clothes and everything and and we shared a bathroom with this other guy renting another room. And I didn't want to come back home for Christmas. And I had gotten sick of, you know, the whole kind of dating thing and all that. Because at the time, you know, with with all this hype and everything, everybody was just pretty 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 horny is is really what it was. So anyways, um I decided that, you know what, that's not gonna be what I want. I'm I want a serious relationship with uh you know, a woman that I, I can fall in love with and has all the qualities. And the only way I knew how to do that was make a list and 
and set some goals. So I sat down. It was, I believe, Christmas Eve or, or Christmas Day, um, or or somewhere near between that time and New Year's because I didn't come home, and I was all alone inside that small room. Or in Utah is quite a bit cold. My roommate was gone doing his own thing, and I was sitting there. And if any of you folks have spent that time away from your family and and kind of secluded, it's pretty darn depressing. But I had a lot of time to think to myself, and I wrote down a huge list, everything from emotional to physical to social to mental to spiritual, and I made a huge list. I, I believe it was, it could have even been about 10 pages long. I mean, it was massive. There were hundreds of items on there, everything from height to um, dancing, dancing hula. I mean, everything was on there. And then what I did was I, I said a prayer on it, a really, really sincere, strong prayer. And I prayed on it and prayed on it and prayed on it. And what I did on that those goals was I put a date. And the date was I will have a serious relationship with this person and we will have you know a great relationship and so on by June 1, 2006. And in May, I, had, I, I left Utah to come back home to Hawaii. And it just so happened that my friend was selling his house and he had a birthday party. It was the end of May. My friend Keikoa, who, you know, do all the fun stuff with. And that's where I initially met Carrie. And Carrie at the time had a boyfriend that I guess she was getting rid of or or whatever. All I know is she had a boyfriend at the time, but a little while after that she didn't. And then we ended up talking, we hit it off, and 1998 we got married. And, you know, it's been... You know, it's always, you know, you have your your little arguments here and there, but more or less, I mean, it's been a really, really incredible partnership. And I don't think that it's so much luck, but if luck is opportunity meets preparedness, then maybe it's luck. What I do think is that if you know exactly what you want and you can put that into your subconscious mind and then, you know, whatever forces may be, it almost your reality somewhat changes so when I was thinking about that today and yesterday's topic in regards to Dustin Shindo running a four-year business and going public I'm thinking how should I write this goal list or how should I write this this plan in order to truly accomplish what I can be not only proud of but will give me fulfillment and then also something that will take care of my family and if it's this project, it is. And if it's the next project, it's the next one. But I'm I'm not really sure. Uh, an interesting thing would be if if uh, if one of you folks who are listening to this did a similar exercise and 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 tested it, and and if it worked, or have done something similar in the past, and and give us feedback, that would be an interesting discussion. So I don't know, just something to think about. Anyways, back to. Uh, Housekeeping here for Greater Good Radio. Today's interview this morning was with Gina Mangieri of the Cole Academy, also former editor of Pacific Business News and an active newscaster on KHON2. Um, Gina just blew me away today. She was way more advanced than I thought. And I, I know that sounds a little bit bad, but when in the brief times that we've talked, I guess we weren't able to go this in depth. Her depth of knowledge was something else. 
uh, one thing that that blew me away was when she decided to do her business she wrote the business plan in a weekend and got the financing the next week and we're talking about a half a million dollars worth of, of financing and in eight months had opened her location already and prior to that that opening was already 70 or 80 percent uh, full so I mean it was an unbelievable story um, and that will be up I don't know in the next month or so so definitely check that one out Gina Mangieri is definitely a interview to, to listen to uh, we put the call back into Joy, who is Hank Rogers' uh, assistant at Blue Lava. I guess that's now called Jamdat because they were bought out for, I think, like $130 million or so. And she called me back and she said, Oh, I, I want to make sure I get your references. And, you know, Hank has not heard about your radio show and, and this and that. So I had to explain to her that, you know what, our radio show is not yet on the air. Uh, we're just kind of in the preliminary stages, and these are the other people: uh, Bill Richardson and Rob Robinson, and you know Dwayne Carisu's coming in, and these people have come on. Uh, you know, Hank is more than welcome to talk to them about their experience, and we hope to have him on the show. So, I don't know. We're we're going to see on that one. It's definitely going to be interesting to find out from somebody who sold their company for a hundred thirty something million dollars, and you know how they went about doing that. Um, I'll give him a call tomorrow to make sure that you know he gets his questions answered. And I don't know if I actually be able to get him on the phone, but you know, can always talk to Joy, I guess. Another interview that we've scheduled for next week, Wednesday, is Doug Ho of Classic Coins Hawaii, and he's one of I think two or three uh, of the real professional cla uh, coin collectors and traders here in Hawaii. I, I didn't realize it was such a huge industry that he was talking about a friend of his in New York that was selling coins on QVC and making $20 million a month. So, you know, I don't know. I guess coins another is another method of investing similar with stocks and options and real estate. It's just another venue. And Doug's been doing it since he was a young young kid. Travels the world, goes to China quite a bit. He does a number of things. Another interesting note about Doug is that his brother-in-law was Muhammad Ali's doctor. So he's got all these pictures in his office with, at, at like the Thrilla in Manila, and you know the president is next to him, and and the you know another ambassador or whatever. I mean, it's pretty pretty interesting. He's got some interesting stories. So I'm gonna ask him about that next Wednesday, and you know hopefully you guys will think it's interesting too. Another person that we're interviewing next week, Tuesday, is going to be Laurie Comer of the Leahi Swim School, and that's where Buddy's taking swim lessons. It's at the um, Hawaii School for, no, what is it, St. Francis School in Manoa, and, you know, they do a really good job. They have a, a kind of a repertoire that they take the, the kids through, and we went, we did his parent-assisted classes uh, last year, so I took him through another session this year of actual lessons, so... He's doing pretty good. He can almost take a breath, almost come up, but he still can't really paddle. But hey, the guy's two and a half years old, so what can you really expect? Lark Homer's been doing this business over 30 years. I think it's 31 years now. And we'll talk to her about how to run a long, you know, long-lasting uh, business over three decades, as well as her community involvement, which is is the arts, uh, ballet, opera and other things so 
really, really, really interesting. Uh, one interesting note about that is that I'm I'm amazed at what people will tell me if I just ask them a question and and shut my mouth. I mean, when I when I initially started talking to her, I know she didn't know me, but I asked her, you know, how long was the uh, school in business? She said 31 years, and start you know minute or two on that, and then I asked her what type of nonprofit work do you do because you know it kind of falls into the greater good radio concept and you know she talked about it she just started talking about it and as she was talking about it I was thinking man these people are so open I ask them a question if somebody asked me that I would be thinking dude what the hell do you want to know that for but I don't know I told Carrie maybe that's just me and sometimes I have a bad attitude so whatever but it's very interesting you should try it tomorrow or so and just ask somebody a question and and then shut your mouth and see if they answer it. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. Okay, website update. The website has gone through a massive revamp. We changed the way that things are organized. Uh, now we got rid of the events because we don't know if I got to still cut the deals on the events. And so now we changed the names to shows. We just have Greater Good Radio and Evans Journal. And then in the shows now, there's topics that each of the shows can fall under, so that you know. Uh, People coming to the site can easily sort through the subject that they want. So if you have a topic that you are interested in, email me at evan at greatergoodradio.com and we can see if it fits into there or if maybe it can be combined with something else uh, that will make it work. So in the next two days, the site will be more or less completely revamped. It's going to take another week or so for us to get a finished show because that it just keeps getting pushed back. There's little things that need to be changed here and there and you know just uh, you know things take time so that stuff's not getting up yet and we're still trying to figure out the payment system for and how the pricing model is going to work on all the after show portions so that we can actually pay the bills and you know I guess that will be up and coming soon so what else do we have on this countdown to September 3rd launch man I tell you September 3 is coming up really fast it's what, three weeks away? Uh, we're still pushing for June Jones and waiting to hear on that. Michael's the one taking care of that. So, Michael, if you're listening to this, please work your magic and make it happen. June Jones for our initial show would be an excellent, excellent show. Um, other than that, that's about all I have for tonight. It was nice talking to everyone, and I will talk to you tomorrow. This is Evan Leong on August 10th, 2005, Evan's Journal, broadcasting from Honolulu, Hawaii live.